I am Clard, Brother Clard, devotee to her, to the goddess of fate, Karen. We have our monk, we have our fighty type, and and we have a thief. And um, what is a better question would be? Actually, let's let's start in a different manner. Uh, the three of you uh, who have been together since level one, whatever that means in actual terms. Maybe that's a long time. Maybe that's a really short time. I don't know. You guys decide. When we were fresh off the dirt farm. <laughs> You managed to ascend to level two, so some kind of adventure has already happened. And you you have found yourselves in a region of the world called the Frozen Sea. More specifically, you have you find yourselves in a settlement. What was the name of your god again? Karen. Karen. So the settlement is called Karen's Watch. And it's basically this um, collection of huts made of driftwood and whalebone in amongst the glacial drifts the three of you are standing around it's it's um it's uh like early morning and you're standing at the shore for lack of a better term at this in this ice waste around a body of a person whom used to be your friend maybe in fact the fourth member of your uh party they killed the wizard exactly yeah okay the wizard does not have a head Somebody has made off with the wizard's head, and this collection of blue crabs are kind of making off with little bits of of the wizard's uh, neck. Well, it, the blood didn't go very far. It probably froze before. Mm. No, hey, you take your head off. There's blood everywhere. Yeah, so the the head is is in fact not in evidence. It's it's just the wizard's headless body. Is there a blood trail? No. I mean, what time of day is it like morning, afternoon? Yes, it's early morning. Uh, may, perhaps you you spent the night here at some half dug out whalebone inn, and you know this morning maybe you woke up and you found the wizard missing, and now you found him at the the edge of the water, missing his head. They were smart enough to put it in an oiled bag. Now I think, in fact, the reason you were drawn here was that you had heard that local people had been found headless uh, and maybe in fact it was the wizard's idea that this this was a, a fabulous mystery that you should pursue and you know uh, ironically he ends up headless the great detective is already dead mm-hmm. <laughs> all of his assistants are going to solve the murder anything uh, else missing from his person has he been robbed or i don't, I don't know was, was this wizard a, uh, an affluent individual or was he like a he was with us so okay he was fairly more or less penniless in that case i guess does he have his books with him his spell books Uh, i guess i guess he would have had some some wizard like paraphernalia let's say he had like a favorite like a ring that he always went on and on about being you know one of these fabled elf rings uh, of power that he, he had gotten hold of somehow if he's a wizard and knowing how magic works here, could the ring have been his item he used to summon his spirit from? No, the, these are different types of el- elven rings of power, uh, more like a like a like a, a magical doping. 
essentially. In any case, that's still still on his frozen finger. So whoever made off with um, the wizard's head seemed not to either know or be interested in this um, snazzy ring, which uh, the three of you can now fight over. <laughs> I'll look around for tracks of any people or creatures or... Okay, cool. That leads to my next question. Does, does any any one of you three have any real experience surviving a frozen wasteland? Sadly, I checked athletics instead of survival. I checked awareness instead of survival. Well, I survived uh, well enough to get to level two. <laughs> so I guess it's a no from all around technically. Yeah. Yes. What was your name, Thief? Was it Vaunt? I'm Vaunt, yeah. Vaunt. Vaunt, you remember uh, that part that the wizard kept talking about, some some treasure he was talking about that was uh, probably associated with the, these, these headless locals that you would be able to claim uh, if you could solve the mystery. Uh, do you remember what that was? I mean, you did drink a lot yesterday, so uh, it's it's possible that it's a little fussy. Maybe you only half remember. Well, let's see. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a weapon, otherwise... They would have gone out and used it if they could find the guy. Oh, so so we're ta- we're talking about uh, essentially a reward from the locals. That's what I thought you were intimating. Was that I had no particular intention, but uh, we we can say it's a reward from the locals, right? So so what what would they have been offering then in solving the the mystery of the headless locals? Uh, looking around at all these whalebone huts and stuff like that, I don't know, Ambridges. I mean, it would have been important enough for the wizard to be like, oh, yeah, we totally need to go here and, and, and investigate this. Man, there's all the things that I tend to think of as valuable, like fancy jewels that he probably liked doing weird light experiments with. But why would they have dug up such a jewel, and why would they be able to willing to part with it? But it was, uh, I, it was something shiny. It's about what I can remember. So uh, Kanan is looking at the ground. Yeah, what would it be? It would be Wiss, I guess, in this system. Why don't you roll Wiss? Mm, heat. Okay. You s- spy. And this is something I think maybe you are fairly intimately familiar with, like the spatter patterns of bodily fluids. You notice an odd droplet pattern of frozen blood that you are pretty certain belong to your wizard friend, uh, acquaintance, um, ally. Uh, they're odd because... They're kind of far apart, and and you don't see any other tracks. So unless the head loosed itself and then stopped dripping for for a moment and then started dripping again and then stopped dripping and started dripping again, you have no idea how the patterns could have ended up in that manner unless the head loosed itself and began to kind of hover off in an easterly direction. Somebody tossed it to somebody else before they put it in the bag. Even tossing it would be... It's messy? Okay. Yeah, it would be a different kind of... You don't think it was tossed. <laughs> they put it in the bag, went a few steps, and then they took it out to make sure it was the right one, and then put it back in the... <laughs> Is the body face down or face up? I know there's no face, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's laying on its belly. Probably from probably attacked from behind, so he didn't see it coming. Yeah, it's as if he was standing there looking out over the frozen, half frozen ocean sea. I'll point out though. Okay, so trail seems to go this way. If no one else is going to do it, I'm going to reach down. I'm going to one turn him over. 
a body makes a lovely, you know, frozen, crunchy sound as the the fabric of his cloak uh, pulls off the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's stow that ring first, and then we can take his other personal effects to uh, restore to his loved ones. Should we ever find them? The folks here probably practice um, uh, exposure for bodies. So, I mean, I don't know. This is this is technically uh, Karen's town. What does Karen's family of divines dictate for for uh, disposal of um, of the dead, or I guess internment? But it's not necessarily internment. I think here would be exposure. In fact, be leaving the body to its fate. Okay, do you, you leave the 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 corpse there then and the locals will deal with it i mean there you know obviously there must be a priest here of some sort and we'll probably i'll probably go talk to him about the proper disposal of uh of our ex-friend all right did he have any money on him uh yeah roll 2d6 uh, silver pieces Ooh, he had 11 excellent uh of course the services of the priest will be 10 yeah okay that's fair and I'll take one as my as my payment for my services as well. <laughs> you 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 understand how the priestly racket works, yes. Vaunt got the ring? Yeah. He's claimed it anyway. And we got a little bag full of stuff. I'm no wizard, so I'll just carry it in my pocket here. Wouldn't there wouldn't be any uh quicksilver in the pouch, would there, or Oh you meant uh, his his various wizardly paraphernalia. No, uh, I think I think there's a variety of of uh, like superstitious gugas, you know, like knuckle bones and uh, something he called um, uh, mausoleum dust and and other other things. Like you you doubt anyone here would want any of them? <laughs> uh, maybe we get someplace more civilized. We can sell this sell this. So I'll put this in my pouch. So I got a pouch of wizard stuff. Do you actually want to do any any meaningful? Uh, Chattery with the priest, or is this merely um? Since we're in front of a store, uh, we probably want. So we should probably talk to. The, I should actually talk because I get the good charisma. Uh, there was an inn, I guess you were at. You know, talk to the, the innkeeper because he's probably up early. Sure, I'll go chat with the innkeeper. Burly dude, they're all burly people around here because you know body fat keeps you warm. Yeah, poor Kanan. Uh, no, nobody else seems to care that uh, you've noticed the, the, the there's a droplet direction in the east. Or, yeah, I, I started walking in that direction. And where where'd they go? <laughs> well, no, I might as well follow you eventually. I'm just dealing with the matters. You know, if you guys had not, if I noticed that you guys are going off, I'll go. I'll follow after you. I won't even bother with the innkeeper. So yeah, once I notice that, oh, where are they? You maybe have the time to like catch the priest and, and uh, get him to perform the rites, and then you're off after them. So it's a lovely, cool day. Uh, the howl of the wind is in your ears, and uh, there's a, that distinctive crunch of snow and ice under your feet. Occasionally, the ice cracks and gives way to a place where uh, there was a puddle wetting your boots. There's a kind of profound uh, smell underneath the, the cold uh, wind of um, salt and um, carrion, like uh, sea carrion. The seagulls eating, fre- eating good tonight, today. You can hear, of course, like in the distance, maybe the, the howls of strange beasts. But yeah, the, the droplet patterns kind of cease after a bit. They, they begin to thin out the few droplet, droplet, frozen droplets you can find. And then, you know, pretty soon they're, they're gone. But they continue in an easterly direction. Any footprints? 
not a single footprint except your own. Did his head just fly by itself? So they peter out, and then you said they continue. So they they continue as they as they thin out and vanish. The direction is still in the in the easterly. What's ahead of us to the east? Anything of note? You can see an uneven landscape of a kind of tumulus of of uneven ice blocks and occasional bits where clearly either the ice sheet you're on or the gravelly mini island you happen to pass across gives way to the actual sea. Uh, and maybe far in the distance you see like this um, glinting in the morning light of uh, like a, a pinnacle, an ice pinnacle, almost like a tower. On the other side of the, of the uh, below freezing ocean, yes. We could still probably navigate the various, the tumulus of, of ice blocks to get there. It'll be perilous, but I mean, that's what you do. Or we could go back to the, back to the town and see about getting a boat. Science point towards that, pointing at the strange pinnacle in the distance, and I start marching towards it. Can't argue with that logic. Nope. Let's see if we can navigate our way over the ice flows. Since since Kanan is leading the way, let's let's uh, let's get a wisp roll, I guess. Another one. Ten. Oh no problem, no problem. Like uh, the you you catch all the potentially horrifying pitfalls uh, long before they show up. You manage to to point out the the right path, or maybe not point out so much as um, you know you take the right path, and and by that action, the others uh, know where to step and when not where not to step, and. The forenoon kind of vanishes in this uh, easterly trek uh, across the ice. You uh, see a kind of odd, um, almost uh, man-made kind of ice crag. The pinnacle is, you might almost picture like an ice version of the flat iron building in New York. This kind of very narrow pie pie piece that's staring you with a sharp end uh, in the face. Very tall, glinting. And this is what crowns the like ice crag. And there's a little uh, crevice aperture at the very bottom, clearly like uh, somewhere you might be able to canoe inside if you wanted to. You don't see any other openings in this whole uh, shape, although there might be others either hidden or uh, you know on the other side or something. You can also see some odd glittering in in the air. Like you, you've maybe spent enough time here to recognize when the air is glinting with just you know snow dust or something. But this seems to be like an odd, almost um, what's the term when it's uh, multicolored? Um, chromatic, prismatic. Chroma- yeah, pr- prismatic. That's that's the ah. term I was looking for. Like almost like there 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 are glints and stuff that that uh, would be unnatural or magical. Yeah, if only we had our wizard. <laughs> Indeed. So that is what faces you. What do you do? Is it water coming out from that opening? We would not be able to walk into it. Uh, well, it's more like the water is the water line is um, above whatever floor might be in in the in the hole. Well, let's take my collapsible pole and see if we can sound that. See how deep that water is. If it's going to be just you know ankles, or if it's going to be. But out here, you don't want your feet getting wet. Okay, so. It, it's kind of surrounded by by ice flows, and you could probably navigate your way out to it on one of these ice flows or two, uh, like you could step between them. But it, it wouldn't be without risk. 
Okay. Other than going back for a boat, is there a, like a big enough chunk of ice that we could get on and just use it as a raft? Use the pole to push our way. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Again, it wouldn't be without risk, but it, it, it's something you can do. Yeah, I can try that. Do you, do you want to do all of you at once, or just one at a time, or let's all go together? And it's going to depend on how big of an ice flow we can catch. That's going to be yeah. if it's going to be large enough to take all of our weight, and then there's balance, you know. Yeah, who's the the boatman? <laughs> well, I'm not the strongest, but I've got the pole. Canon stronger, but you know. If anything comes out that needs a sword swung at it, you... Right now, we're mostly concerned with balance. Balance. Oh, so it's more of a dexterity sort of a thing. I'll stand in the center. I'm a well-balanced person, I think. So somebody who's who's uh, the steersman uh, will get to make a dex roll, and the others can help if they want. Okay. Oh. I nominate myself for the uh, main roll. Okay. I... I'll take my rope, and maybe I can loop it around a promontory bit of ice or something so you know if it rocks or something it gives us something to hold to to keep our balance and then i'll just try to stand in the middle and not get us off balance i guess that that'd be a dex wouldn't that that'd be a dex for me so let me see if i actually help hey i help a little bit cool should i bother rolling i think you only you only help with one anyway i mean if you get a 10 plus then it's a it's a plus two so balance not likely. No, but I do. You do. Nice. So plus two to whatever you you have for your decks there. Yeah. Yay. We make it through. Even with plus three, you could have rolled a six. No problem. It's not the most gracious situation, but you know, with a little bit, bit of improv- improvisation and, and uh, balancing, you get all the way out to um, uh, the hole where you can prod into this dark aperture. Yeah, sure enough. If you if you drive the pole almost all the way into the water, you start to feel like a bottom. You figure it's probably eight and a half, nine foot deep. So we swim it and freeze to death, or or you could keep you have like a pole, or I mean a boat. Yeah, you have your ice flow. If this flow <laughs> is narrow enough, let's keep going on it. So uh, into the dark you go. Does anyone have a torch or a lantern or something? Nope, I do have torches. Yeah. Excellent. And okay. still. Spend a little moment uh, lighting your torch, I guess. Yep. In, into the relative dark you go. You move into this uh, intensely blue ice passage. And after a little bit, the, the floor seems to rise up, ice floor up out of the, from the water itself and, and, and creates a little shore. The passage itself is maybe 20 foot across, fairly, fairly low in the ceiling until you get to the, the shoreline where it starts to be like maybe 10 foot tall. In here, you start to see like uh, ice pillars in the passage, clearly man or, or intelligent beastie made. And these these pillars seem to have that kind of prismatic glitter trapped in them. There's this, like there's something alive in them uh, or, or something magical about them. Even even with the torch, you can see that there's some some bright like some pale brightness um, ahead, almost as if perhaps there's a, like a, an opening from, from above going down. Like the, this corridor leads somewhere that's an open space with a, a uh, open, open to the air. A lot of blue light, because that's usually the light through yeah. ice. That's continuing down this, this waterway, or do we get off and 
So if you if you hop off the ice floe at the shore, uh, then the the corridor keeps going with the pillars toward this uh, uh, bright light, which you know you would conjecture is an open space, uh, open to the to the sky somewhere. Go to the light. Yes. Okay. So you as you move through this ice tunnel past the pillars, uh, kind of as you pass the pillars, they if anyone gets like closer than two feet to any of these pillars, the polychromatic um, lights kind of flare a bit, almost like um, there's a, like you're activating something or whatever is trapped inside the ice pillars senses you, but nothing else happened. There are no, you know, lightning bolts or, or anything. Don't want to get my torch too close to that. Okay. Maybe put it out if we're going in. Not being too smart, I sort of take a hand and get close and pull away, get close and pull away. I'm not going to touch it, but yeah, does it get brighter the closer I get? Uh, it's it seems like if you get within a certain radius right of the of the pillar then this happens uh, the the actual distance once you have breached the the radius doesn't seem to to matter shrugging yeah that's interesting um so you got you got intentionally close with the curiosity right yeah uh why don't you roll charisma 11 11 no problem okay do you feel uh perhaps a Small fascination, but nothing else. They're clearly like magical of some description. Not my domain, so I just no. Oh, pretty, yeah, and walk away. So I guess we continue down the corridor then. Yes. So once you get into the corridor, uh, or actually get through the corridor, you uh, in fact enter this um, what must be a central shaft in this pinnacle, ice pinnacle. This. Uh, intense daylight not reflecting necessarily but kind of being mildly magnified um by the the sheer ice walls it's kind of an intense brightness after the the torch light the shaft is perfectly circular and it has niches or niches uh, like these uh like little uh hollows at various uh various intervals uh, all the way up to the top far above you and there are these um ice not sculptures but well i guess it would be you know the equivalent of an ice sculpture which you kind of probably recognize as like myth creatures like there's like in one kind of all these niches seem to be like uh human sized roughly so whatever's in there is kind of person sized each sculpture you know one has a something that looks maybe like a hydra one has something that looks like a dragon one has something that looks like you know, Greek chimera, you know, with, with the lion, goat, snake thing. <laughs> all kinds of weird, different um, critters. And they all seem to be looking down. Like, they seem to have been made to look down. Almost like you get maybe a feeling that they're judging you <laughs> as you, you're going into this this shaft, right? Some of these uh, niches are, are hollow and empty, and they seem to be either windows or they seem to be doorways to to some spaces in this uh pinnacle you don't see an obvious way to get to them they're all above us yes uh i guess the closest one would be able to get to it if somebody stood on somebody else's shoulders while they stood on somebody else's shoulders you with a little bit of acrobatics you could you could reach it i wonder if i'd be able to to anchor a hook in one of them niches if we'd be able to climb with that if you have a hook and rope absolutely i've got them 
this chamber is circular? Yes. It's, it's perfectly circular, like like uh, a, a god made it. Technically, they're all looking down at the center of this thing, yeah. then. I'm like, I'll go stand in the center and look around. You have fun with that while I uh, <laughs> throw my hook. You're only looking around, right? Nothing else. Well, I'm also looking to see what else is in here besides, you know, the statues and the empty niches. So I guess that would include looking at the floor. Oh, yeah. Sure, I'll look at the floor. So the the ice here is kind of, um, I guess it's more appropriate to say that it, it's a kind of a thin layer of snow on top of the ice. And it seems a little disturbed or, I don't want to say trampled because that's not the appropriate term, but it seems like um, it has been blown about or shifted. You can see some curious, what would be the best word to describe? Gouges, maybe? Or holes? I foot down and swipe and clear a patch. Actually, gouge is the wrong word, but uh, like more like uh, when you stick a, uh, an ice pick into something, a very large ice pick, or or a curved implement or something. Gouge is, gouge okay. is perfect, perfectly fine for that. So like I said, I just put a foot down, swipe, and it's clear a patch and so I can see see the floor better. Yes, it wouldn't take a genius to to realize that there there are patterns to to some of these holes made in the ice. Is it opaque ice or clear ice? Clear going opaque. No frozen heads in the floor then. Now you don't see any 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 remains of anything. Do the if I clear away the gouges, are they actually like someone carved something into the floor? Describe clear away the gouges. Let me clear away the snow over the gouge, just to see if it's like a someone's actually been carving something into the into the floor. I guess this was would be the time when you would roll int. Um, All right, my my dump stat next to Dex. Oh, I just made it with a push. You think these might be large claw marks? Hmm. I look straight up. I follow the claw mark and look straight up. Who's in front of me? And one of the niches. Well, a lot of the various uh, critters there have claws. The the manticore has claws. The dragon has claws. The the hydra has claws. How's it going on your climbing? Um, I think if you have the equipment, I'm not going to make you roll for anything. Uh, and if, if you if if you have the equipment and you're not going for a very tall, some niche or niche very high up, then you could just anchor the the rope, climb up. I guess not. Difficult. Taking this in stages, if there's something that looks like it may be a door that's uh, in reasonable reach, mm-hmm. we'll be looking for that first. So let's say there's 15 foot up, you enter one of these doorways, and um, there's a small corridor, man-sized corridor, which opens up on a chamber, for lack of a better term. There's a beautiful view through a an almost clear sheet of ice of the frozen sea on the other side. Immediately when you come into the, the chamber, the other, the very far end is, is like this great huge sheet that's almost like a glass window, right? But it's made of ice. Between you and it, though, are these ice... Uh, what would be the term? I can't be specific. Hmm. Let's call them ice pulpits or... Lecterns? Chunks. <laughs> Let's call them ice chunks. Whereupon there are glassy cylinder covers, and inside these glassy cylinder co- covers, there are well, you see a half half dissected, suspended, frozen in suspension, some kind of like winged imp in one of them. 
and in another you see what you assume to be a a brain but it's blue like clear blue as Kanan coming up uh yeah okay so you see the same thing here and you and you can see Kanan just uh, uh you know climbing up the rope uh there brother Clard as you finished your your floor and wall inspection somebody's got some weird taste when it comes to their art I think anybody pay for that blue black brain I think he made it for personal enjoyment like the like the imp and this is stuff that's made out of what ice yeah it looks like the the kind of vaulted cylinder <laughs> uh is is made out of thin sheer ice it's attached to the the ice chunk that seems to be like a chest height rising up out of the floor and objects that are under the you said they're under like glass it's, yeah essentially like picture a like a almost like a museum show piece you know what i mean the the glassed in box but this isn't a box this is a cylinder with a vaulted top and this half dissected imp is kind of hovering suspended in suspended motion in the middle of, of inside this thing it isn't frozen in a solid piece of frozen it doesn't seem that way. It seems like it's actually hovering in the air inside the, the thing. Are any of these different things that are hovering there, is it all organic bits of critters? Yeah, yeah. There are there are more of these, but these were the two most uh, you know notable examples. There's a there's a weird hand maybe, but it seems to be like some kind of. It doesn't appear human. It has some like odd fur like stuff on it and kind of a, a four-fingered two opposable thumb thing with i mean it might be a demon it might be a critter you haven't never seen before stuff like that it's an odd collection now you said the brain was blue and transparent and not transparent the the ice is transparent so you can see the brain just sitting there hovering midair and when i say hovering i mean i mean it's like somebody stopped time <laughs> right and it's just sitting there and we're talking the I mean, other than its color, it looks like, yeah, that's what I see when people's heads get cracked open. Yeah, you know, if if somebody lifted out a human brain and <laughs> made it blue, that, that this is what it would look like. I mean, I don't see why you'd want more than one of them, but I guess this explains some things about the mindset of whoever is uh, building this collection. Do I see anything... I recognize it as a creature that would be of great value, like a unicorn horn or, you know. Possibly everything would be of interest to somebody who has the kind of interests, the same interests as your, as your dead wizard friend. A moneyed individual with the same interests, I should say. But... Nothing of legendary note or value. I mean, there's, there's nothing immediately recognizable like a, like a, a unicorn's horn. They're all kind of odd. Perhaps the oddity is, is uh, you know, what somebody would pay for in part. That is if you can keep them cold enough, not cold long enough to not rot before you got it to a buyer. Okay, so any exits other than the way we came in? No. Oh, this is a display room. Yep. As far as finding a prep room or anything else, we'll need to go further up, I guess. All right. Clard, are you are you also attempting to ascend up to the this showroom or or busy clearing the floor? 
with my foot, just trying to uncover all the claw marks and looking to see if there's anything like dried blood anywhere or frozen blood. And you don't see any. I would have told, told you otherwise. But yeah, I got a big patch of floor cleared now. But you do hear something uh, out there, something the others are, are not hearing in their immersion in the showroom. You hear a, a kind of distant rumble, uh, like the rumble of a, was it, was it maybe a polar bear or something? Maybe? Like, could, could be? Possibly? I do have awareness. That, sh- that should let me you know, at least get a direction it's coming from, I hope. Uh, sure. Make a whiz or int? Yeah, you can make a whiz. Uh, oh, crit. Yes. Yeah, so this sound came pretty much almost halfway up the, the great cylinder. Uh, so it's kind of far up. A niche associated with it? Or is it an empty niche? Came out of an empty hollow up there. The more you you kind of think about it, this couldn't possibly be a bear. You've heard bears before. This is something else. And something in the back of your head is like, this is something that just woke up. You know, I look around, I see the rope. Uh, you know, I'm gonna climb, <laughs> climb up, <laughs> climb up to those guys. Okay, so the the two of you in the display room, what do you do? Now that you've seen everything. Thinking about going up. Yeah. Okay. So you you go out to the rope, and Clark is desperately clambering up. (laughs) Well, hurry up. We're going to need to move this anchor. Hang by one hand and point upward. I heard something from way up there at that hole. It's some sort of growl. Climb, 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 climb. Okay. Kind of get on my back and get a good look straight up and... Is it a different direction or the same direction? See if that's going to be the next one we're going to or if it's further away. Uh, you would have to climb up two more rope lengths to get there, which means you'd have to find a, you know, an alcove to, to get to first. and then. It's not our next waypoint. If there's no niche off to one side, you could maybe hook under that and we'd just sort of make a zigzag pair in my finger. Could we go that way? Well, do we have any more empties on the next level up? Or any other empties on this same level? Not within reach. Okay. So the next niche closest is an occupied one. Which is fine. You could still squeeze yourself past the sculpture. Which at least give us a foothold for preparing the next leg. So Mm. sure. Let's go to this next nearest occupied one. Give me a dex to see how well you do here. Because this is a little more perilous. Just a little peril. Yeah, just a little bit. And you can use athletics. And how does that change things? If you, you won't miss. Oof. Well, well, well. It's very good. No problem. You managed to anchor the, the rope really well in there, in a, in a corner somewhere, maybe behind one of the ice statue of, uh, of uh, let's say it's the Hydra. Getting there is no problem. You swing about a bit, get all the way up there, and then throw the rope back to whoever is going next. Do we all have to make a dex roll for this? No, no. Once, uh, once he's figured out the way up. Yeah, this would be like an issue if the the anchor didn't hold properly or something like that. I'll let Kanan go for go before me, and I'll I'll go last. Brother Clard. Yes. There is a whisper behind you. My, I mean, for a moment there, it could, it could just be like a wind against the the ice sheet that serves as a window. Um, but you know, there's a something feels like a like there were words. Iran, is that you? Uh, how do you usually communicate with your god there? Oh, I don't. That's why I'm a brother. Right then. 
I haven't gotten that. I haven't gotten that far up in the hierarchy yet to have a direct line to uh, Karen. Then I guess you ask it to the the ice <laughs> around you. I mean, I'm hoping one of these days that she'll talk to me. But you know, right now I just do everything in her name. And yeah, so you start to hear this this uh, faint voice that's kind of whispering, "Come closer, come closer." Not the blue brain, is it? <laughs> you start walking toward the blue brain. I got at least some wisdom of going, guys, it was something in here talking to you. I'll call up. Aina is swigging back and back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> What's he on about? There, there's something in here talking to me. Of course, I'm probably yelling it. Basically, that that not quite a yell, but... You're drowning it out. Uh, there's something in here talking. Did you find something in here? Create, create something in here? Because no one told me what they found in there. I have no idea what's in there. Well, you can see some of the... the the things just going up into the, the tiny little corridor and into the, the, you can see straight into the room. We didn't lift any of the bells, did you? No. Still hear it faintly in your brain. Dan, can you climb faster? <laughs> you stay put, wait for your turn. No, but now I'm doing the look at Kanan, look inside, look up at the hole. Look at Kanan, look inside, look up the hole. I'm just doing the pass between the three of them. You know, looking that one place way up in the up up the cylinder. Okay. So Kanan, you you get up to the next uh, alcove niche niche. I guess swing the rope over to to Clard. Alley open. Yeah. All right. So as you're ascending there, Clard, you can you can hear the voice whispering, "Don't look down. Don't look down." I look down. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's ice. <laughs> so I mean, you can see Clark is clearly like disturbed about something, like unusually nervous, maybe or, or distracted. Isn't it a bit early for him to already be getting ice madness? <laughs> Guess depends on where you start. Now you two hear a strange animalistic noise, kind of like the rumbling of a of a polar bear somewhere above you. Hey, told you. We believed you on that bit. What's in the room behind you? We don't want any surprises. It's a it's a very narrow little. What room? We're with the Hydra. It's a shallow niche niche alcove. She's our three headed buddy. Now we're up close to one of these. Does it look just like it's something that's carved out of ice? If it is, the craftsman is uh, beyond master. Of uh, the detail is is uh, just impeccable. Hold the torch next to it. Does it start to melt? Not that you can see. It's like one of those uh, Greek statues you see, or one of those statues you see where the person decided to make cloth in marble. And you're going, that looks like cloth made out of marble. Do I finally get up there? It's going to be a tight fit. Might have to claim up the hydra to throw the next line. No, don't worry about it. It's good. I'll get it. Yeah, you get up there. It's, it's, it's very tight. <laughs> kind of uncomfortable. You'd suffer some damage if you fell from here, so not the greatest position. Yeah, just get in the back there and stay calm. Standard D&D damage, 1D6 for every 10 feet you fall? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Gotta shake my head. Let's go for the next next level up. Okay. No need to roll. You, you, you figured this out, so swing it up to the next uh, proper room alcove. But not the room. No, not the room. Uh, but a room, not the room where the sound came from, as far as you can tell. You get up there, no problem. Swing the rope down to, I assume, Kanan. Yeah. Kanan starts to climb. And, uh, Clard, you can hear the voice uh, saying, I'll touch the brains. 
Don't touch the brains. I normally don't touch brains. There's usually a skull in the way. Guys, don't touch the brains. I give him one of those annoyed valley girl looks. Why would I do that? Just saying. Just saying. She'll be telling us, don't fall. <laughs> Other useful things. Yeah. You make it up there, too, Kanan. No problem. Swing the rope down, maybe, to him. And Vaunt, if you're looking into this room, uh, this room does not appear to have a window of any kind. So it's kind of dim and dark. But you can see shapes uh, in the dimness, presumably similar types of uh, ice chunks. Uh, although some of these seem to be in different uh, dimensions. We could really use some mirrors, but I guess we'll have to settle for the uh, torch this time. All right. If you want to, you would have to have put it out, I guess, to climb properly. So right. you start to light the torch, and by the time you have that lit properly, Clard is kind of clambering up into the, over the lip of the... Good. We can all take a look together. Yeah. Uh, hand on mace, but still hanging from my belt. Yep, you be ready in case that thing manages to climb down here. This chamber seems kind of um, it's different than the, the other one. This seems like uh, almost like it's new in the sense that uh, it's not finished. It seems to be have been carved fairly recently, and it's still rough. The prior one had, you know, very clean, uh, sharp dimensions. This is almost like a cave room that somebody cut out of the ice. Do the crags and cuts look similar to the to the gouges in the floor downstairs? You don't think similar implements were used? Once, once they finish, they'll add 5,000 gold to the value of this place. <laughs> so you see now that the shapes, in the torchlight anyway, are what, essentially ice couches. And some of the smaller shapes are, uh, in fact, people either crouched or balled up on the floor, then they seem to be kind of, this, this give the impression of having been alive and then frozen, covered in, in, in ice and frost and snow. These workmen? Um, you don't see any implements uh, by them or anything like that. Like, there are no picks or... Um, are they, are they dressed, dressed well, dressed like the natives over in the village or like the locals? Or? Do you believe... They were naked at the time. They were covered in ice and frost. Ah. But it's difficult to tell. It's the, the layer is so thick. So we feel definite that these are people just encased in ice. That's your first impression. If you wish to investigate, that, that would be a further... Uh, Take my axe and chop a, a foot or a hand off. Just take a look. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so you get a nice cut. Everything appears to be completely frozen, but you, you think there's there's some organic stuff in there, some reddish stuff. Hmm. I mean, so I guess since you're the one in front, I don't know if I should have you roll for this. I, th I think all of you notice that their heads are kind of oddly shaped, like like uh, like maybe the tops of their skulls are missing. Brains. Must have been before he got efficient and took the head, took the whole body. Did we hear anything about abductions? We heard about beheadings. Yeah, people found with the without their heads. But we didn't hear about abductions. No. At least not in that village. Of course, we have no idea how long these guys have been here. They could have been taken a long time ago. Or how far away the abductions are happening. I mean, it could be another village. There could be other villages there that suffered abductions. 
Lord, the voices whispering, I'm cold. I'm so cold. Mm, everyone's cold here. Because I say it out loud, and you guys probably go, I blink, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're frozen. Oh, sorry, it's the voice in my head. I'm just replying to it. I nod slowly. Maybe you should just reply in your head as well. <laughs> Keep the crazy inside. So you're holding the torch, right, um, uh, Vaunt? Yeah. Yeah, give me a whiz roll. There's a, you know, there's normally a little bit of flicker, right, in the torch. But it's it's so windless in here that it's typically just, you know, when it the torch reaches a new layer or something of, of wrapping or, or wood or something. But it seems to almost imperceptibly diminish a bit as, it's, as it begins to kind of flicker a bit. And uh, you, you somehow, like, you feel colder, like colder than you should feel suddenly. You feel that? Cold spot or something. The torch is having more trouble, too. Maybe this room is where it freezes bodies or something. Time to go. Yeah, let's not let's not linger. Back to the entrance. Okay. So uh, you turn away from whatever you were inspecting, and um, you can see a humanoid figure coalescing of ice coalescing out of the wall between you and the opening here, kind of in in the opening, I should say. Exit. Exit. Okay. Cool. Uh, give me a. I guess it's strength, right? Sure. Ne- Negotiations will be short. Right. Uh, roll damage. Seven. Okay, no problem. You you shatter the shape, but not before it touches your cheek. Uh, as as you swing out with the axe, it reaches out for you. You smash it. Uh, it it goes into a thousand pieces, or maybe a, maybe just a hundred a hundred pieces of ice. Uh, and you feel the cold touch on your cheek, and it kind of spreads like a like a canker down down your neck into your your chest. You feel a chill, but you feel otherwise fine, like no hit point type damage. Does it look like he's got like a, a frostbite on his face? If we see see his cheek, I don't know. Do you do what do you do here? There's a a shape came out of the wall and and Kanan smashed it. I got my mace out and I was I was going to follow up in case he in case it you know he didn't deal with it, but it looks like he dealt with it. You okay? Uh, get out of here. It's cold here. The voice in your head, Clark, says behind you. Uh, look behind me. There's a nice shape coalescing out of the floor. I swing my mace. Give me a strength. Again, a seven. All right. So it reaches out and grabs your leg as, as it's coming up out of the floor. And you you smash the living crap out of the, the ice head uh, and it falls to pieces. But again, not before it touches. And you can feel this cold seeping through whatever wrappings or boot or, or uh, wool you have around your leg. I, I, I step back, uh, pull out my holy symbol. Karen, cure me of this affliction. I'm using my cure ability. See what cure does. Neutralize poisons, remove curses or heal wounds with a touch. Cool. Roll whiz. All right. No, it wasn't a failure. It wasn't a critical failure. <laughs> I don't know if there is such a thing. Now that's with um, all the bonuses, right? Yeah, plus one. It's a special ability, but it doesn't. It's not seen as a skill, right? Well, the reason I have you roll is because it says you can attempt to neutralize poisons, remove curses, and heal wounds. So, so you hold out the symbol and touch yourself, right? And um, uh, you reach down and you touch whatever the cold is, and the cold reaches out 
uh, to your finger, and you can see kind of in the torchlight how this kind of um, you know frostbite, rapid frostbite, starts to devour your fingers ah. on that hand. I'm also holding the symbol in it too. So I, I, do I drop it or do I? I, okay, so you, you you touch the your your leg with the holy symbol first or something? No, I probably hold it in one hand, touch with the other hand. Yeah, so that's what I figured. So the the fingers of your other hand, whichever hand that is, my off hand, you know, yeah, they start to just rapidly, you know, blacken, uh, and as as your your fingers and then your hand down to your your uh, wrist, just you know, completely, you lose all feeling. It just goes away, basically. I'll back up. Ah. The voice in your the voice in your head says she can't save you. <laughs> uh, back off. Ah, don't touch. If you don't let him touch you, don't let him touch you. I'll just back up. You know, sort of limping back. He's not gonna be able to climb, is he? Uh, you could try pulling me up, but uh, I'm looking over at Kanan. Do, does he have like a black patch on his face? He has a little little flower frost flower essentially on on his cheek with a a, a black center. Nowhere near as dramatic as you. <laughs> I mean, I could try again, but I'm not sure how well it would work. I'm okay. Looking at his black man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fix you. <laughs> I may have to rest and try again later, uh, but not right now. Not here. Well, I could. Either, I don't think I'll, I'll be safe staying here. No. Do we want to descend? Or the water passage went further in, so there is perhaps more to explore down at the ground level. You went in the direction that was possible, right? Maybe that was unclear. Oh, okay, so we have we have come as far in as we can. Yeah. And this is it. Yes. And then there's the thing up there, and I gesture with my good hand. Uh, up there that we don't know what it is. It might come out, but we have things in here. We need to get out of here. We need, uh, we can't stay here. So either we go up and you guys sort of haul me up. God's willing, it's warm and we can wrap you in its fur. Whatever is the cause of this, it's probably up. So we can go up and deal with it. Agreed. Uh, I can hold on with my one good hand you guys can pull me up. <laughs> okay. I don't know if these both are done. Yeah, so so it's getting up to the next level. No problem for for two of you. Obviously, you're going to have to do something to get um, uh, a clard up to um, to the next uh, rope length. Well, I can wrap the rope around my hand. You know, sort of one-handed wrap around, so it's. I've I've got rope too, so we can we can tie a bit around him, and like both of us can help to haul him up. Is that, is that your second rope there? I have rope, and uh, Vont has rope. Uh, you you tie your rope off though somewhere, right? When we were doing the uh, the boat thing, uh, correct me if I misunderstood you. I thought you had a yeah. I was I was tying it around a bit of the the boat, so I'm like I see okay. his balance. Okay, I'm holding on, but I also got the rope on my waist, and yeah, okay. or actually under my armpits, and yeah, hold right. me up. So this next uh, level is uh, actually an empty alcove. I mean, you'll go there and then up to whatever hollow uh, the sounds came from, right? I don't know if I want you to roll just getting him up the first extent. So uh, I think you just do it. It takes a a great deal of effort, him swinging about a bit and um, getting him up and without further harming his um, hand. But you get him up there 
and then who goes first up into the the scary rumbly room are there more than one alcove on each level yes like is there a way i could get around so that i could get up on the level and then look into the opening uh sure with a, a bit of work you could do it i would like to get that recon first before i'm actually in the room with it that sounds like a dex uh thing I, i'll give you a plus one because you have proper equipment Oof. okay so you swing yourself over to uh you know up a level and then you begin to negotiate around you are halfway there standing next to a, a dragon statue ice dragon statue when the the rumble comes again and out of the aperture doorway hole uh comes a creature you have no reference for at all right it's it's completely alien it has some kind of wings it has some kind of maybe three or five you're not sure clawed appendages it it has some kind of body that has a bunch of not tentacles not cilia not what it is but, but they're kind of like seaweed organics you know, kind of like uh you know some kind of rubbery you know organic seaweed things that appear to be almost like um feeling the air it has a bulbous reddish brain like head thing which has a bunch of these uh feelers as well and it's uh, i don't know if i mentioned wings but it has these odd not quite bat wings but they're certainly like weird leathery stuff and it makes this odd guttural sounding almost bear rumble um and as it does the kind of like um the entire head thing seems to almost face shift right like uh it's like it's it's entering a different uh feed dimension so it blurs when it does that hope those wings can't take its weight <laughs> of course it can it's magic it spots you going across and of course you are like perilously kind of almost you know in in the alcove you wanted to go get to right with the dragon and you can see it like starting uh to move whether it's going to leap at you or fly at you you have no idea clart and canon you can see this obviously from below either of you what do you do i have no missile weapon do you have a missile weapon i have a missile weapon i just gotta get my hands free <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pulling back into the alcove because I, right now I'm not in a condition to... I, I'm fighting one-handed with a mace. You only need one hand. <laughs> I may also remind you that I have reflexes. It is coming from a different alcove or the alcove he was looking into. The one he was intended to, intending to look into, yes. The noisy alcove. Lasso or your rope. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much I can do for him right now. So I, I think I have my axe ready and like have the rope in the other hand thinking well maybe i can do something with this but i can't think what to do right now anything is a missile weapon if you want it to be right if you want to hold on to things that's cool i mean i got got a crowbar i could throw a crowbar at it (laughs) i am ready in my mace i mean it is in my hand but you know it's like ah. so you guys are basically preparing yourselves for the worst does my elbow bend, or is my elbow blackened? No, it's fine. It's just your your hand down to your wrist. All right, so I'll I'll probably have my hand my my hand shoved inside my coat then, just to keep it from fling fling around. 
And I got I gotta switch things up. I think you you uh, lost a leg with another character in a, in an ice environment. Gotta be a little more creative. But that one was bitten off. No, I think it was turned to ice literally by an, an ice something or other. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, as you prepare yourself for the worst, for the worst, the creature launches itself across, and it's difficult to say if it's flying or or leaping, simply because something in your brain doesn't want to make sense of its shape. But it comes straight at you. It's coming right for you. Vaughn. Um, <laughs> I always go first and can, react and can react when suddenly surprised. You have reflexes, yeah. So so time slows down as, as you realize it's coming for you. What do you do? Let's swing me into that alcove, if possible. Hide behind the dragon? or My primary goal is to get myself, get my feet in there and get my hands free. You just want to sequester yourself in the alcove. I want to. I want to get in the alcove so I can get my bow out. Okay, you get to act first. You you launch yourself super quickly into the alcove, and you have your bow out when this creature crashes into the alcove, shattering the dragon statue. <laughs> it's very close range for a bow. <laughs> Too late for the bow. I should have the dagger. Poke him with the arrow. Sure. That. I mean, I've got my dagger. It's just that's another second to. <laughs> it swipes at you. Uh, give me a give me a dex here behind about the the dragon shards to not be swiped horribly. Woo! Well, well, well. You critically avoid it, whipping out your dagger in the process. Clearly, probably expertly. <laughs> Backstab wouldn't do me any good in this situation anyway. Where's his back? Back. Front, critical parts, who can tell? That's unfortunate, kind of. Well, you know, it has a head thing, so presumably that's dangerous or uh, vulnerable. Or both. Yeah, yeah. So let's start cutting bits off of that. So, so below, Clard, you see this thing launch itself and start basically uh, mauling the inside of, of, uh, of the alcove up there. Hook my mace onto my belt, pull out my holy water, and say, "Hold your, hold your axe out. I'm going to bless it quickly." So I'm <laughs> going to put the blessing of fate on your, on your, on your axe. So that's using my bless ability. That does not seem to be any special thing. That's just you do it. You can anoint items, so they're considered holy. Yeah. So you're plus three against evil thing. Plus three damage. Damage. Damage the evil thing, so... All right. Try to climb up toward the alcove where the action is. Yeah, give me dex minus one. Uh, hopefully you have athletics. I do have athletics. Oh, right, fighter. Yes, of course you have athletics. That's a mix. Well, I guess it's a dirt, dirty partial or whatever we're calling that. Okay, so uh, you... Okay, well, you rolled it, so you start with maybe a leap and maybe you use the axe and maybe a, a a boot dagger to help you you know anchor you in the wall as you're moving upwards and on your way there you know you slip and you you lodge the axe in the wall and you manage to hang on long enough to like get over to another you know the right level right from here you could take a running running leap from the alcove and like get at the thing unfortunately the axe is lodged in the ice wall you would have to spend time Precious time dislodging it if you wanted to uh, use it against uh, the critter, which may be time that um, Vaunt doesn't have, but we'll see. He has been very successful so far. Speaking of Vaunt, what do you do? 
there's no more time for sneaking around this thing. So it's uh, time for assault. If something on that head thing looks particularly fleshy, let's start poking holes in it with a dagger. Roll well, Padawan. Roll well. No kidding. Ooh, that's well. Inflict your, your damage there. Hold D6. Yep. Woo! Hey, that's not, that's not too bad. That's probably, in fact, like a clean slice across the, the fleshy, membranous red top that it's thrusting into the, the alcove behind its uh, quad appendages. And it maybe shudders a bit as, uh, as you slash it. And, uh, you know, from, from an, an angle that shouldn't be possible, one of its uh, clawed appendages, le- it leaps out at you. So give me another dex. That was just defense, not athletics. So, right. Yeah. I guess it's because it's, it comes from one of those angles that shouldn't be possible. Yeah. That's why you don't manage to avoid it. And you can do, um, uh, roll 2d6 and take the higher one for damage. Five. Okay, five. Are you are you wearing any armor? No, couldn't afford it. Uh, an icy cold uh, feeling grips you as this. It's like I don't know, being sliced with the uh, with icicles <laughs> or something. I guess it's not warm like I was hoping it was going to be, so that we'd use its body parts for warming people up. How many hit points do you have, by the way? That was out of nine, so I'm down to four. The slice isn't too terribly damaging. Like, it's not too badly bodily-wise. It's maybe probably just a scratch. It's more the the feeling it leaves behind that, okay, that, that was bad. That was terrible. This is clearly like an unearthly wizard creature, possibly a demon. So, of course, I cry out. So they know I'm hit. All right. Uh, Clard. I don't have any other spells. I can't reach him. I can't reach either one of them. So he, he took his rope and hook with him to get up there, didn't he? I assume so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of stuck. So I'm just looking around, looking in the room, make sure nothing's materializing out of the floor or anything like that. And uh, could I try curing myself again, or you you could, I suppose. Uh, well, I, I I shouldn't tell you things. That's that's bad business. So go for it. Yeah consequences of failure are probably going to be much worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I pull out the holy symbol and I, I will go, Karen, I need your I need your assistance. I, I, my, my friends are in danger. Please heal me. Heal me. Jesus Christ, Karen. Ah. <laughs> I guess this is where your brother Clard and not, not uh, his holiness. <laughs> it's the whole arm now, isn't it? I think maybe... Uh, somewhere in the back of Clard's brain, this the voice that you've been hearing goes, "Fate, it's fate, your fate." And you can you can feel how the black from your hand starts crawling up your arm. Yeah, it's the whole arm now. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good thing I haven't shoved in. I haven't shoved into my coat because otherwise, yeah. Well, it's black. They still can move. It just if it gets any colder, then they break off. So. Yeah. Now, now you're very, very not 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 in a good position. Also, as you as you as you feel this thing happening, you can you can see how these ice shapes are beginning to coalesce out of the walls in this little alcove you're in. It starts with little fingers, and then you see like a nose and a face protruding, right? Multiple ones, but very slowly. Next round, round, I'm getting the mace out. 
Go swinging. So, Kanan, do you go for the creature, or do you want to dislodge that axe? I heard the cry and figured that uh, Vaughn might not have much time, so I go for the creature, can plot the crowbar, and wail at it with the crowbar. <laughs> okay. Well, we can call that a club, or, or a hand axe, worst case scenario, depending on which end you're using. So, so let's, let's just have you do an attack. Like, you, you leap across there and start wailing. Ooh, 13. Nice. Well, a crit. Hmm. He hit with the pointy bit. Claw something out of it. You leap over and you, you know, maybe you let out that Hanan yell or something. You, you manage to drive the crowbar deep into the spongy red top with all the weird uh, tentacly things. And uh, the thing lets out uh, like what you would imagine is an animalistic panic shriek. Uh, and it whirls around, tosses you uh, to a side. You kind of bump into the the ice wall there, not too ungracefully. And then it flees. It just starts flapping, and then it's like up, up and out. Still hanging on? No, no. Uh, uh, Kanan is uh, is uh, in the same um, alcove now as as um, as Vaunt. The thing takes off, and the the echoes of its howl resound in the in the ice deep. Uh, is it going back to where the up? It goes up into into the brightness above. So I've got my bow and I'm looking up the shaft, and it's probably flown away very fast. But I mean, you could try to tag it. I'd like to. If you do it now, immediately, right? I would like to uh, bring that thing's role in this story to conclusion. Nope. Yeah, you. I think you knock an arrow and you draw it, and the bowstring snaps. And the thing, whatever it is, was vanishes in the white above. Well, at least it's gone. Now I can get my axe back. <laughs> I'm backing up the edge of the edge of the the, the edge of the uh, lip, and I'm just have they completely come out of the wall, or are they still forming out of the wall? They've actually stopped. They have ceased to emerge. They're frozen in place. Smash! 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 Just, out of, out of, just to be sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Since we're we're coming up on kind of late late times here, you manage to get to the top layer, and you find a strange ice laboratory, and two things are in this on the central kind of altar workspace: a freshly plucked brain which now whispers its name to um, Plard. Uh, it's, the, it's your wizard friend. It's your wizard friend's brain. And uh, the other object is a tome, a book, uh, clearly very ancient, certainly very evil, full of, like, it's, it's the, you know, Necronomicon equivalent of this world. It's right there. Very valuable, obviously. We can burn that to throw to thaw out your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, just finally, uh, the the brain whispers to you, Clark, that uh, you can, if you only put his brain into one of the frozen bodies down below, then he can return to life with the right spell out of out of this evil book. And I sort of go, and how do I know I'm talking to you? So and so. Oh, he reveals something that's intimate. Something that some something that you have ex experienced together. You said evil book. 
But I mean, I mean, he doesn't say it's an evil book, but but I'm telling you, it's obviously an evil book. <laughs> I agree. You know, I think your quest to find. Well, what about your personal loyalty and your value for? How much do you value customer service? I tell the others what, what's going on. Yeah, it's it's so and so, and he wants us wants me to put put his brain in uh, one of the frozen bodies, then encant a spell from that book, the one bound in human flesh. He can return to life and further guide you on the on the path to riches. I, I look around here. Any signs of riches here? Uh, there are probably some some precious gems as part of the various alien instrumentation in here. Instruments, uh, ritual stuff. Sure, the book itself is probably valuable if you don't want to like hide it away in some some temple crypt somewhere. Oh, I, I doubt we can burn it. I doubt would, anything we can do to it would actually harm it. Well, if we can't burn it, we might as well sell it. You carry it, then. Anything I touch seems to be cold, but sure, why not? Is is his brain frozen, or is it still kind of fresh? It's suspended in a kind of an ice cube, but it's clearly, like, alive. Uh, it's not like the blue brain downstairs that seemed suspended essentially in time. Th this brain is kind of pulsing with life. Wriggles and throbs every time it talks to you. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I heft my mace for a second, look at the ice cube, smash. I don't know, that's not my friend anymore. I don't think that's my friend anymore. <laughs> Does anyone stop him, or or do you like, let him like completely thrash and, and smash this? Uh... Well, since it's only been talking to him, I, I don't that's a good that's a that's a good point like uh, how do you uh, you said you shared the idea with the others but i guess technically the others haven't heard the thing ever we'll say uh, so and so saying this and he says we can resurrect if we you know did blah 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 uh, but i don't think that's him anymore half the mace whap pate if nobody else is like super invested in saving the wizard then then you know that's what happens Problem is, my hands were occupied at the time gathering up the evil ritual tome, so... <laughs> and somebody else was busy prying out gemstones out of the weird alien instruments. That solves that problem. You hear a final whisper in your, in your head, you fucking asshole. <laughs> so it was him talking to me all this time. Oh, great. Yeah, but he didn't decapitate himself. But, you know, that uh, that's a mystery that will have to remain for another time. <laughs> Well, it, it was the creature that collected um, brains, basically. Oh, okay. Um, and the creature is still out there; it could still be coming for your brains, assuming it did not get some some pseudo brain damage of its uh, of its own with the crowbar stuck in its um, head pieces. It probably did. Yeah, I was once so brilliant. Yeah, that's that. You you plunder the the weird ice lab of the of the alien demon thing. Unfortunately, the shiny uh, reward promised uh, cannot be issued since uh, you have no proof of, you know, defeating or, or solving the, the strange mystery. That's fine. We will go, you know, can we take at least one of those gems and go to the priest to see if he can, I point to my arm, cure this? He has a better conduit than Karen, than Karen and I do. Oh, I think he, uh, there, there's a, maybe a quick, like, epilogue uh, flash there where he's like, uh, you know, you must embrace your fate, brother. As must we all, and he, he rubs his bald pate as if it's somehow equivalent. <laughs> uh, which means that then I go to the barber. <laughs> yes, and there, there's just a black screen and like a chopping sound. <laughs> For one thing, it doesn't hurt. Yes. 
one 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 armed clard, the one armed monk. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll actually become a bandit at some point. Yeah, you may want to consider a career change. After all, she's done for you. <laughs> <laughs> so was this a was this a, a published one, or you just made it up? I, I worked loosely from a what's it called? A, a, there's a term for for it. It it puts puts uh, like a situation with some questions, and then it puts like uh, a couple of custom moves and some stuff in there. Suggestions for moves like the creature attacks and stuff like that. Uh, it's called the Tower of Ice. You can probably find it somewhere. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. At least we did something. Yep. Yeah. Hey. I have another character who who's now on the disabled on the on the differentially abled list now. We usually have some at least one person die in most of these. So losing an arm. Yeah, it's not it's not a, a you know hordes hordes of enemies type of uh, adventure f- seed front thing so much as like there, there's a weird mystery so I, I didn't expect you to to die per se unless against the the weird critter. See you later. Have a good hey, one. Yep. Yep. Bye. I had something else to say, but I forget what it was. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, somebody made off with mine. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.